With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. This is SB Nation Radio. The next generation of sports radio. This is the Charlie Epps Golf Hour featuring Bill Harmon. Good shot. It's about time. Hey, it is about time. I mean, I just couldn't get the ball in the hole. I wanted to, but I I just couldn't do it. The Charlie Epps Golf Hour is powered by Inspirity with the golf doctor, Charlie Epps. Here's your host, John Granado. Well, good Saturday morning, everybody. What a great, great week it's been here in the city of Houston as we've got all the best players in the world playing for the title of Shell Houston Open champion. We are in the SB Nation studios, John Granado and Charlie Epps. Charlie, what's going on, buddy? Well, we're watching a lot of great golf, and a lot of great golfers didn't make the cut. No, a lot I mean, of great uh, golfers did start didn't. with Jordan Spieth. And, yeah. You know, uh, it's, uh, it's surprising. I mean, the golf course is, you know, it's there for, for the taking, and a lot of great scores shot by people we really don't know. Right. Um, you know, we got we got a uh, well. We got Sung Hoon Kang at the lead, top of the leaderboard. Not a lot of people know a lot about him, but he's played well before. Seven birdies and an eagle yesterday. How about that's that? All. Any that's good? All. Made everything, and you know he shot low at, at Pebble Beach, but he's, he's never put together four rounds. So it's going to be a fun weekend for him. We'll see if he can get that job done, and talk about that and a lot more here on the Charlie Epps Golf Hour. Good friend Billy Harmon with us as well. Billy, what's going on? Good morning, gentlemen. How's everybody? Doing great because we've got the tour here, and it is always, always, you, of course, you know all about that, but it is always a lot of fun to have these guys in here. And you mentioned Jordan Spieth. We also have Patrick Reed. I followed him on Thursday a little bit, and he was just uh, hacking it around, 77. And the weekend before the tournament starts, he's out there working with his his, his coach, um, uh, and you know, preparing everything, and then all of a sudden he just bombs out on the. You know, I don't know what's going on yeah. there. Yeah, no. He's played. He's played very poorly this year, guys. If you look at his stats, his ball striking stats are absolutely abysmal, to be honest with you. So he does not even appear to be close. Who is his coach now, Charlie? Dave Stockton. Wow. Yeah, they spent okay. a lot of time out on the range, and and it was on on you know Sunday and. He looked nice and relaxed, and I expected him to have a good tournament. Well, but was, like you said, his, his year hasn't been made yet. Well, he came right from Austin after not playing well there. Right. So yeah. he came here and, 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 and continued that stretch. Uh, Henrik Stenson was following him around a little bit as well. He's got that, that move that is so so unique. Classic. And uh, he, hasn't, he hasn't really put it together this year either. He's, he's, he's been scuffling a bit too. And he's got so, he's so so talented. You think every as a matter of fact, in my fantasy, I took I took him as my I thought who the guy who was going to win. And yeah, I thought I'm just waiting for him, Bill Henrik Stenson, to put it together this year. Yeah, I think a lot of times these guys win their first major, and who knows, maybe they put a lot of pressure on themselves. He's such a world class player, but boy, I can't remember the last time Jordan Spieth shot seventy seven. Yeah. And what was that? Did, uh, I didn't get to see any of it. Did he just play very poorly and putt poorly, or just one of those days, Charlie? Or 
It's just did he coach with him this week at all? I didn't see his coach. <clears throat> I, I spoke to him yesterday after he got through, <clears throat> and he just said it was just one of those days where whatever he did was wrong. You know, uh, that happened. Didn't knock it close. Made a couple three putts. Uh, and and the, if you get on the wrong side of the the angles into these greens, you know it's it can be play play tricky, and you can make you know a lot of bogeys with good shots. So. Uh, uh, but I, I was surprised that 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 happened. How but. do you how do you think these guys? Adam Scott missed the cut with a poor round. Phil's playing a little bit indifferently. Charlie, what do you think going into Augusta? Uh, the reality is these guys are so good. You know, my brother Dick used to say that one swing thought away from shooting sixty three or four. That's right. My big concern with Jordan is that uh, that comment he made a couple weeks ago. That he's almost looking forward to the Masters being over this year. Yeah because he knows he's going to be asked the questions about last year mm-hmm. and which is just all part of it. And, uh, I'm a huge Jordan speed fan and he's got a great team around him that he trusts, but to go in there, not playing well, and then have that little almost subconscious. I can't wait for this week to be over because I want to be asked about last year. It'll be very interesting to watch him, uh, next week. And it wouldn't surprise me one bit. Quite frankly, if he played well, because he's just such a great player, but kind of an interesting uh, mindset that he has going in the next week. It seems like you know you take great players that have suffered a loss like Jordan did last year, with really kind of just falling apart like a two dollar suitcase. Tom Watson lost the British Open to Ballesteros and didn't win for nine years after that, and he, you know, he really gave it to him. I mean. So those those things can linger, and you know you go to bed thinking about them. You wake up thinking about how could I've been so stupid to not be able to close the deal standing on the on the twelfth tee at Augusta with a big lead, and uh, that weighs on you. So uh, we'll we'll have to see how how he moves forward. But I think, like you do, he's he's a strong young man and and practical about it, and understands that stuff happens, and and he'll get back into the cycle. Yep, yep, and and you mentioned Phil playing uh, indifferently, um, Bill. What do you, what do you see? What do you see that's going on there? Well, he still drives the ball kind of everywhere. It looks like to me, but um, you know, he's, Augusta National really is made for Phil, I think. And the left-handers, it's easier for them to hit cut drives on those dogleg lefts than it is for some of the right-handers to hit hooks and. Uh, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him do well at Augusta because, uh, you know, it's very ample driving uh, spaces and the short game is so critical there and he's got uh, such wonderful imagination around the greens. But I- I'm sure he'd like to be going there hitting it better. And I guess that's the, the one thing as I look at Stenson and Jordan Spieth and Phil and maybe now Adam Scott that, you don't really want to go to Augusta and be on the range every day trying to find it. You'd like to have a little bit of something going on that you feel good about, and then you can just work on your golf course management and the putting in the short game. But once again, these players are all so talented. They all have coaches. They all have someone to set of eyes that can help them. And, and so it's, uh, it's probably easy to overreact seeing them missing the cut. But I, I think if you ask them, they'd like to be going into Augusta playing a little bit better. 
Yeah, uh, Bill Harmon with us here on uh, SB Nation Radio on the Charlie Epps Golf Hour. Charlie and I in studio here. What about your guys playing well, Ankel? Is it six under, Charlie? And what about Jay Haas at five under? Yeah, well, Jay's playing the senior event. Yep. And then and Ankel uh, is getting close to playing the senior event. But he came into town with a good attitude. I mean, he's been humbled a little by the lack of success over the last year. He ought to know this course. He, he knows the golf course, and, and uh, he prepared well for it. And, and he just playing a little more conservative. It was fun watching him do that. There's some pins that he really didn't go at, except when he birdied. 15 and 16 yesterday on 17, the hardest pin of the day, he went for it and got short-sighted and, and made, the his price. Only, made his only bogey. But, uh, yeah, and then he, he's getting ready for next week. So uh, it's good to see. He needs a real good weekend. Now how about Jay, Billy? Jay's an amazing player. You know, he's 63 years old. Uh, he's still working on it. He still thinks that he can uh, win a tournament, which would make him the oldest player ever to win on a champions tour which would be quite a nice little feather to have in your cap um <clears throat> jay's got great uh, longevity records he's kind of the don sutton of uh golf you know don sutton won 300 games nobody talks about him being a great picture because he, he, he won 15 games every year for a long time but uh jay's really a remarkable golfer and he still has the uh pride he still has the uh fire in his belly and uh i know for a fact that he wants to be the oldest guy to ever win on the champions tour and maybe this could be the week well you know jay had had, had a lot of success on the pga tour not as much as he would have liked his friend curtis strange you know won the majors but once jay you know broke out in in the late 40s uh he got confidence and he's just ridden that that wave of, of, you know, he f- proved that he could win and he's, he's stuck with what he can do. And, and you know, the, y- you get confidence at certain times in your life and, and it, it propels you forward. And I think Jay is, is that type of person that he, was, he pr- proved himself that he could win at, at a late age in life and it's been fun to watch. I thought you meant in the late 1940s. I was going to say, Jay's been around that long. Oh, my goodness. He's really, really good for that age. Um, uh, we are one in, and we've got three to go. We're talking Shell Houston Open. We're talking Masters. Let's talk Dustin Johnson and Tiger Woods, the two number ones when we come back here. Dustin taking the week off with another win. We'll do that right after this on the Charlie F. Scoffar on the SB Nation Radio. This is SB Nation Radio, and you're listening to the Charlie Epps Golf Hour, powered by Insperity, with the golf doctor himself, Charlie Epps, and Bill Harmon. Here's your host, John Granado. Welcome back to the Charlie Epps Golf Hour, brought to you by Insperity, inspiring business performance right here on the SB Nation Radio and by International Pro-Am. Yes, sir. Just put it on your calendar right now, the first week in December, the Puerto Vallarta Pro-Am. One professional and four amateurs and a lot of fun. Three great golf courses, a great hotel, perfect weather, perfect hospitality. Everything is at your beckoning down at 
Puerto Vallarta in Mexico. Mexico. You know, they've got, uh, they just got it all. So we'll talk more about it uh, as the summer grows, and we're going to come up with some specials where if you sign up, you're going to get some other nice things. So uh, look forward to uh, sharing all the information about PuertoVallartaProam.com. Log on and get your information. All right, let's talk Dustin Johnson first. Uh, Another win last week in Austin at the match play, and just so dominant, so, so dominant. We had talked... Um, last week about, you know, not being um, intimidated by him. And Zach Johnson went into the weekend, played him first, and boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy did he look intimidated. But the, the difference in length and how overpowering Dustin, ha- it's got to get into your head a little bit. It didn't seem to get into John Rahm's head. He, they had a nice match that went down to the final hole. And he and uh, and Dustin prevailed, but he is so good. He was supposed to play here, Bill, and after this this run, and he he decided to pull out. And I thought that was a that was a pretty good idea after the run that he's been on to take this week off before Augusta. Well, actually, I felt bad for the Houston Open. Uh, I did talk to Butch Sunday night, and Butch said he was going to encourage him to take the week off because. You know, right now, I think at Dustin's stage of the game, you know, it's all about majors. And he did play seven rounds in one week, uh, which is, you know, three more than normal for a tour player. He's been winning every tournament. Charlie knows that that brings a, a certain amount of mental pressure and exhaustion to you. And I, I think he owes it to himself to be rested going into Augusta. And I felt real bad for the Houston Open, although he's got a great field. You know, I'm sure he felt bad about it going out, but I think for him it was the best thing to do. There's no way that he could have come in and played halfway decent. I mean, four rounds of golf on the weekend, 72 holes. I mean, I don't care who you are. I mean, that takes his toll. And uh, his... uh, John, it looks like it's the fact that John Rahm. You know, but you picked him on your fantasy. I did, but... You won't do that again, will you? Well, not after playing seven rounds, like you you said. You should have called me. Well, but dude, he is playing so well. Yeah, but... I mean, yeah, you're right. He's tired. Even at his age, he's, he's a young guy. Yeah. And Bill, I was watching them. I texted you two guys. I was I was watching those guys for a while. It looked I, I swear he and Phil were the same length. And I would have thought John Rahm would be, you know, flying Phil by now, but Phil can still go. Well, I think that's one of Phil's problems. He's still trying to hit it out there with the young guys. If he would dial it back a little and hit a few more fairways, I think he'd still win. I mean I I would just You'd like to see him do that. He, Charlie, how long have people been telling Phil to dial it back? Yeah, right. <laughs> you think he's going to start no. now? No. <laughs> You're right. I, I, I surrender, but, uh, you know. You, no, I'm with you, but I, I, you know, you know, Phil, he's going to do it his way. Yeah, yeah. But, Bill, you were dead on, though. About, pretty good, boy. You were dead on, Bill, about Dustin Johnson and him keeping this number one status and just building his confidence and the way that he looks. I mean, I don't know how you can, uh, you know, he can go into a tournament and he, he's not going to be a heavy, heavy favorite. I don't think we've seen, we haven't seen this kind of dominance since, since Tiger, have Tiger, we? Tiger, Tiger, and there'll be no Tiger. Yeah. And there's another story is Tiger has decided to pull out of the Masters. He'll be there on Tuesday for the uh, dinner. For the champions dinner, but you he, think he'll show up for that? He did. He said he would. He said he was going to, but um, he he is not going to be playing. And his doctors have given him the okay, but he just doesn't feel like he can go. You know what I 
what I take out of that is, uh, you know, it's, you don't, we don't know anything because they don't tell us anything. So you're always trying to figure out, uh, through conjecture what's going on, but it sounds like he has been practicing. And what I take out of that is he probably hit it horribly in practice and he doesn't want to put it on public display. And I don't blame him, to be honest with you. I, I'm really sad, and I would have loved to have seen him there. Uh, he would add so much to the tournament, so much intrigue if he played. And I always have the feeling, even if he was playing bad, he knows the course so well that he'd be able to figure out a way to maneuver it around to probably make the cut. He knows every blade of grass on the golf course, so he must really not be hitting it very good at all for him not to play at the Masters if he's healthy enough. By all accounts, he's been given the okay to play and swing. He's been practicing for a couple weeks, so he must really not be hitting it very good for him to not play because you would think Charlie, with enough knowledge that he could come up with a swing to kind of nudge it out there straight and he's always been a great iron player and he knows every break and every chip there, so uh, if he's healthy enough to play and he's not playing, boy, he must really not be hitting it very good. I think this could be the end. I, th- I think that three back operations and what he's going through and and his his lack of flexibility and you watch him walk and I, I think the end is near. I, I hate to say that, but I, I just I, I can't see him coming back and playing Tiger golf with that body. Agree. Well, I think. I think he's so far behind on all aspects. You know, you start with his physical condition. Then you watch the way he drives the ball. His irons are are certainly pretty acceptable. But then his short game really is behind the curve. And, you know, he's almost behind in every possible area. You know, emotionally and physically and nerves and stuff like that. And it's not that he can't ever get it back, but... I don't look at it as being around, right around the corner, that's for sure. But I thought he could have figured out a way to get it around Augusta because the fairways are so generous and he knows how every putt breaks. And, you know, I thought, I thought if he could play that he would, that he could come up with some little swing key. But he's always in rebuild mode and he's always in mechanical mode these days and he's lost his naturalness maybe. That's the big maybe deal. that's uh, he's gone from an artist to a mechanic. Do you, do you do you guys remember other than having the yips, a guy falling off so precipitously? No, no, can't no, think I of really, anybody. I can't think of anybody. I mean, no. Well, first of all, there's only been two people that have been this good, and that's Jack and Tiger. And I guess you can throw Hogan in there having these stretches, but. That's the part that I I wonder about, Charlie. How long can he go playing this poorly when he does play this poor this this way? I mean, he has nothing in his emotional makeup to think that he could handle this. Because I was thinking this morning how great he was for twenty years, just so incredibly good. And I hope that we can remember that guy more than remembering this guy. I tend to. Always, always think about how good this guy was, and and I, I feel sorry for him. I really do. I, he had a singleness of purpose to be a great player, and he did it, and he blocked everybody and everything else, and he pulled it off. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and yeah, it, we haven't seen anything like it. Not from not from that course. We, we've never 
Jack had that greatness. He didn't fall off. So we haven't seen anybody this great uh, certainly fall off like this. All right, that's uh, two in and two to go on the Charlie Epps Golf Hour. Brought to you by Insperity, inspiring business performance on the SB Nation Radio. This is SB Nation Radio, and you're listening to the Charlie Epps Golf Hour. Powered by Insperity, with the golf doctor himself, Charlie Epps, and Bill Harmon. Here's your host, John Granado. All right, welcome back here on the Charlie Epps Golf Hour, brought to you by Insperity, inspiring business performance right here on the SB Nation Radio. Uh, not only do we have uh, the Shell Houston Open going on, and of course the... Uh, Champions Tour, where Jay Haas is just one off of the lead. We've also got the ANA Inspiration, the major going on. Bill, you've been you've been glued, you've been you've been tied to the TV. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, it uh, got a heck of a leaderboard at the moment. Some of their very very best players are up there. Mission Hills is a good course, very good golf course. Uh, and a lot of their best players are there. And there's a, you know, Michelle Wee's, I think, one shot back, and she's still got 10 holes to play this morning. Uh, there's some people out on the course that can perhaps take the lead, but uh, it's a star studded leaderboard, so I think it should be a great weekend for the LPGA Tour and to see if they can drum up some interest. <laughs> they start out with some bad weather. You had a lot of wind out there. Yeah, they, they called the first day because of weather. They'd wind gusts up to 60 miles an hour. It became da- dangerous. It was uprooting trees and limbs were flying around. And, and so uh, it became very dangerous. So they'll be finishing the second round this morning and hopefully get into the third round this afternoon. Yeah. We yep. had we had that here the day before the, the the tournament started on that Wednesday. Holy cow! Holy cow! Yeah, I mean, we lost. I was out of Brayburn yesterday. They lost a tree on number three. It was uh, it was bad. It was really bad here. Suzanne Peterson in the lead at seven under. Just shooting some pretty good scores, Bill, for the for for bad conditions. Yeah, you know, actually, the the, the second half of the the draw on, on Thursday. Uh, they really only played about nine holes before the wind got real bad, so it really didn't affect it all that much. So I don't think there's been any huge advantage, uh, usually from the tee time. Sometimes you'll have that, but I think they called it in time, so it really didn't have a great uh, detriment to the people that had the different times. It was fun watching uh, Michelle Wee uh, walk alongside her little playing partner who was 14 years old. Um, the girl that made the cut at the U.S. Open, at, or the qualified for the U.S. Open, and uh, Lucy Lee, Lucy Lee, you know, and all she, Lucy could say, she, "Boy, she big, she tall, she tall, she tall." She tall. She must have brought back some incredibly interesting pairing when you looked at the two of them. Uh, how small Lucy was, and how big Michelle was, and she was out driving the girl by fifty yards, but the girl is hanging in there. I think she's even her one under for the tournament. Good for her. Good for her, but that's got to be intimidating for her. How big she is, and 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 how long she hits it. But that must have brought back some memories for Michelle Wee when she was a phenom at that age, wasn't she? Yeah, she finished second. Yeah, didn't she, Bill? And early on in that event. Yeah, I think she finished at least second or third or fourth when she was thir- fourteen, fifteen, or yeah. sixteen years old. I'd like to have. And put- she appears to be playing better. She's got a very odd looking. She's got some weird-looking setup and everything, and her uh, attire is equally as weird these days. But uh, 
she's playing better. You got to give her credit for that. I'd like to see her swing back when she was 14 and 15 and compare it to what she's trying to do now. Oh, I've seen it. It's no comparison. It's, it's just very weird how someone could take that swing and decide that uh, this would be better for her. But that's, uh, that we could do a whole show on that. We will be halfway through the Masters when we uh, resume here. You guys will both be there. I'll be in studio next week here. You guys will both be there. Hopefully you guys can both get you guys on the phone uh, for the tournament next week. We know how well Dustin Johnson is playing. The other guys, we're not so sure. Jason Day, um, Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth. Uh, picture in the paper today with that finish that he's got going on. Um, but that's that's been how he's how he's been playing. But the big the the big dogs out there, the young guns that are at the top of the world rankings, other than Dustin Johnson, you guys see Charlie? You see anybody? John Rahm. John Rahm's moving up the board. You know he's not up there yet, but you know, hey, we talked about it. He played seven rounds. Now he's playing here four rounds. Yeah. Now he's going to go to Augusta. This is an, a good this course too. Well, it's not Augusta. I'm not comparing the two, but the same kind of you know the greens. They uh-huh. they made him fast to shave him. All that all yeah. that kind of stuff to give you an indicator of what Augusta National is like. And he's doing okay, but he's not playing John Rahm golf right now. No, but I I th- I think he's going to come out of the 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 group next or the field and and play well he's got that you know he's he's spanish he's a spaniard mm-hmm. he's got a lot of ballesteros in him and he is strong as the day is long and and he can putt so uh i, I think he could be the first uh, rookie to win it since uh fuzzy zoller fuzzy zeller yeah and bill uh, anybody you see i think it's a I have a funny feeling Sergio's going to play well this week. Sergio's been playing pretty good, you know, the last 12 months or two years, really. He seems to be a little more at peace with himself. He seems to putt better. Uh, he's a beautiful driver of the ball and a good iron player. Uh, you know, the thing with John Rahm uh, that interests me is uh, he, he runs pretty hot when things aren't going his way. And in most cases, uh, you will have things not go your way at Augusta National. You'll hit a good shot and not only not get rewarded for it, you'll get penalized for a yard here and a yard there. So there's really never been a golf course where one yard probably means more into a green than Augusta National. And at some point in time, you're going to have to deal with that and handle it. And it doesn't seem fair, but golf wasn't meant to be fair. So it'll be interesting, and, and plus he has been playing a lot, and uh, if he goes in there a little bit tired, I'd be a little bit irritable, but I, I, I'm with Charlie. He's strong. He draws the ball. He hits it a mile, and he thinks like a winner. I think that's the part that uh, I like about John Rahm. Is he, uh, I thought his comeback against Dustin Johnson was remarkable last week. You know, he, that match was over. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, had, had that drive on 18 maybe been a few yards shorter, uh, he could have won that match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, 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 he hung in there, and that's well, that's, that put on sure 17. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you're right. And he's got nerves of steel. John Rahm yeah. is, is going to be a great pick. We're seeing Bryson DeChambeau Making now a little... playing, playing a little bit better. Any, any hopes for him? I don't think it that he's not that good a putter. He's been having hard. Is times. he in the tournament? Uh, I think he. I believe he is. Um, 
pretty sure as no he okay. Um, I, I, I had they had a list of the Shell Houston open, and I thought he was on the list. Maybe not. Yeah. I yeah, I don't know if he. I don't know how he got in. If he got in, maybe he did. Maybe he finished top sixteen last year at Augusta. I don't think he did, but I don't even know if he's in the Masters. To be honest with you. Um, what about a young guy that is playing? What about a Hudson Swafford? What about yeah? What well, a, 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 a no name that can come? But but look I how like well. Daniel. I like Daniel Berger. Berger. Start going that direction. I, I like seeing him there. He he's got a little uh, swagger about him that I like. Big time swagger. Yeah. No, he ain't I think scared. He was in the group with Phil. You know that all star group with Phil this week, and he waxed everybody. We were talking about Ricky, and Ricky's playing well. He he shoots eight under. He throws out the first pitch at Minute Maid on Thursday night, Bill, and he wakes up and he comes to the course and he's six down. Uh, um, That's amazing, isn't it? To be, to, <laughs> that this kid shot sixty three, uh, following up that round that he had the first day. It just shows you, boy, when they get the watching it on TV. Though the greens look beautiful, the course looks in beautiful shape. I just don't think it's that easy. I just don't see how you can shoot sixteen under there for two rounds. You, Charlie? You know, it, it really floored me. And and you start watching his scorecard, and all of a sudden. No bogeys, seven birdies, and an eagle. I mean, come on. I mean, it, and it was hard. And when you see the other players, good players struggling, you know, they're shooting 71, 72 to have a guy, you know, beat the field by six. Uh, just an incredible uh, round of golf. He's got some magical putter that uh, his, his coach made him made him use. He was uh, using uh, a Scotty Cameron, and he put a tailor-made putter in his bag. I'm going to go get me a four or five of them, see, see if they can help me. Yeah. But, yeah, that's those numbers are, are crazy to beat the course record. Just uh, just silly, silly. record. Silly, silly, silly. You can get Daniel Berger right now at 80-1. to 1. Uh, Billy, that wouldn't be a, a bad little little bet. What do you think, Jason Day can b- bounce back, guys? No, we'll, we'll, we'll oh, talk wait, about this again, we know. on the other side. This is SB Nation Radio, and you're listening to the Charlie Epps Golf Hour, powered by Insperity, with the golf doctor himself, Charlie Epps, and Bill Harmon. Here's your host, John Granado. Welcome back. I didn't see my man giving me the signal. Tom in there, doing a great job as always producing the show. We were talking about, I started to talk about Jason Day, but we ran out of time in the last segment. Guys, let's start there. This week, uh, Jason had to leave. His mom had the operation. Um, obviously, golf is secondary, but what do you, all of that stuff weighing on his mind. He hadn't been playing all that great on top of everything else. He has not played well this year, and I think that's probably one of the big causes of that his mind's distracted but maybe now that she had her operations and the doctors have given her you know a pretty good outlook that uh, might motivate him and and get to augusta and 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 perform and uh, but i i I, i'm predicting rory's gonna win them you got rory rory yeah um, but he's obviously got the game for it we'll see if he can put it all together i mean he hasn't he hasn't he hasn't he hasn't done that uh, to see if we can, he can get uh, four rounds in at the highest level you can play it. Uh, I just think Dustin's going to be, I don't know, um, that, that's going to be awful tough. What do you think of Rory next week, Bill? Well, I think he's an enigma at Augusta because the course seems to be built for him. And, you know, he was leading that one year and shot 80 the last round, and he hadn't really played well for him there since. And so uh, 
I, I agree with Charlie. I, I think he could certainly be one of the favorites, but his track record there to me is is, is not as good as I would have thought it would have been. I, I think, you know, when you look at Jason Day and you look at Stenson and you look at all these great young players, you know, they don't sustain it like Tiger did. <laughs> Tiger sustained this type of play for almost 20 years. And we see a Jason Day do what he did a couple of years ago, and we say, oh, my God, he's going to be the next Tiger. Well, he played like Tiger for about three or four months. Stenson played with him uh, like that. and they, they play for these brief amounts of time, and we anoint them as being these great players, which they absolutely are, but I think it still sheds light on how good Tiger Woods was. Mm-hmm. I think it's just an amazing uh, stretch that 20-year stretch, starting with three U.S. juniors, three U.S. amateurs, 79 tour wins, 14 majors, and and I know how good Jason is and Rory is and these guys, and they really can't hold a candle of this Tiger Woods. Do you agree, Charlie? Bill, it's proofs in the pudding, and and uh, you, you go back and you look back at that that 20 year stretch and it's just unbelievable and like you said you start with the junior golf all the way through his major career and and how he did it the shots he did it with and that he was so driven very few people are driven like tiger was and and nobody he 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 practiced probably and worked out better than than anybody i mean his, uh, you know, I can remember you and Dick and and Craig playing a, a scramble against him, at, and you know, he, he's shooting fifty nine over there at Islesworth all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, off the golf course, he was really good. So and he um, was, uh, you know, I just I I know how good these players. This is not a knock on these guys. I, I'm exalting Jason and Rory and Jordan Spieth, but they can't hold a candle to this guy, Tiger Woods. When you look at the longevity, they could do it in spurts. But this guy just did it week after week after week with all the heat on him and all the media attention and all the distractions. You just never saw him have uh, real bad stretches, it seems like, anyway. Uh, I just can't get over. I'm just saddened that he won't be there next week. And I think we should uh, talk about how great he was and not really where he is right now because I don't want that to be forgotten. Because as good as these guys are, there ain't no Tiger Woods. I got news for you. No, to win Bay Hill seven times, mm-hmm. the Memorial five times, you know, all these set course records. Torrey Pines and Pebble yeah. and, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And and Firestone about eight times. Yeah. You know, Firestone's <laughs> a hard course. You can't fake it at Firestone. You know, it's you, unbelievable. You, you think of Ernie Els and you think of Retief Goosen and you think all the guys that were good during Tiger's area that, you know, they ran up against the oh, buzzsaw. You know, it's said that unless Ernie plays well at Augusta, this will be his last Masters, uh, Charlie, and that's kind of that's kind of sad. Ernie's uh, he's one of those guys that could have won four or five of them, and just came up a little short here and there. And uh, interesting, it, once again, it just shows you uh, how great Tiger was, how great Jack was, because they did win those ones that they were supposed to win. It seemed like. You know, the guy that comes to mind, and you, you you watch all the replays, was a guy named Tom Kite. Tom Kite, you know, he had two or three good chances of of, of winning the Masters and, and didn't. And and Tom Weiskopf and Johnny Miller and 
you know, all those guys. You know, I was watching a replay of 86 and Weisskopf's comment on 16's all-time great. Nichols had just eagled 15, I think, to get within a shot. He's over the ball at 16. I said to Weisskopf, what's he thinking? He said, if I'd have known that, if I knew that, I'd have won this thing five times. (laughs) I thought it was great. What a great line. Great line. And true, by the way. Yeah, but I guess Ernie's last, he, he won his British Open uh, five years ago. I guess this is his last year. Yeah, that's why he's in. Uh-huh. Yep, that's why he is. And you were right, Bryson DeChambeau is, is not in, looked up the field, and, and he did not qualify this year. Um, we are about out of time. So your pick for next week, make it now. Roy. You got Roy, Billy? Well, I'm going to go outside the box here and pick Sergio. Pick who? Sergio. 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 I am going to take Dustin Johnson. I'm going to go out on a limb, way out on a limb, and say the best player in the world right now is going to win the Masters. How about that? I think it would be pretty cool if he did. It yeah. sure would be. Sure would be. He, he's been that dominant. There's no question about that. We are done. Charlie F. Golfar brought to you by Inspire, Insperity, Inspiring Business Performance. Bill, Bye-bye. we'll talk to you next week from Augusta. Johnny, Charlie. see you next week. All right, buddy.